Bot Talk Podcast. Hi, and welcome to uh, Bot Talk Podcast. Um, today is a special episode. We have a special guest, Laurent. And yeah, Laurent, uh, please tell us about uh, yourself, about Space and Lemon, uh, and um, yeah. I'm Laurent Burdin. Uh, the name sounds French, and, and I am French from the south of France. We've been living in Germany for a very long while, so I'm half German, half French. Um, I founded Space and Lemon Innovation exactly six years ago, and I've relaunched it exactly one year ago. I think we'll talk about this today. Uh, Space and Lemon Innovation is a trend-scouting and innovation agency. Uh, we look at all the trend development in the world. We make sense of it and do some consulting to clients, and then we do the next step of identifying projects for larger corporations and even go with our building office. We are based in Hamburg like you are and in our building office also doing some uh, concept and visual prototyping development. This is what we do at Space and Lemon Innovation. Myself, I, I'm completely into the startup ecosystem. I love to have offices in co-working space where you are, Botox as well, uh, Beta House, in Hamburg and in Berlin, I've been mentoring startup for a while. So I love this, this energy which is around it. Yeah, great. And the topic that we uh, thought uh, we discussed today is uh, relaunch. What is it? Uh, why do you need a relaunch as a company? Just a small history uh, of you know, how you uh, came in contact and of course your insights on relaunching your company. Yeah, relaunching is, sounds very easy, it's very difficult because you have to be as a founder and you've done a relaunch in January. We've done one just 12 months ago, exactly 12 months ago, is you have to be aware first that you need to relaunch something. You've done a launch and you need to tell the story differently. So first of all, it's among the founders to say, you know, we're ready to do this and we have to do it regularly. I, I believe we'll talk about it. But above all, if I defining uh, relaunch is a wake-up call is really to wake up your colleagues, your employees, your boss, your, your community, but also your client. Because it's just, it just the, the attention you have to clients, we both in B2B, is really declining after a while. And then you, you have to work on the story, on the visual, on, on what you tell, and even uh, pivoting. So it's important to find the right moment uh, which is like three years or five years. But I think latest is five years to really consider during a relaunch. Okay, great. Um, and um, you, you, you talk about uh, three years or five uh, years and uh, a wake-up call. When do you uh, define this uh, wake-up call? What are maybe uh, tell signs? And if you're not comfortable talking about Space and Lemon, you could uh, talk about us because uh, that's how I learned about uh, relaunch. You came to me, I think, a couple of, uh, yeah, a year ago or so, maybe a couple of years, and then said, you know, you, you've been on the market for almost three years. Uh, you have to <laughs> prepare for the relaunch. What were the signs that, you know, made you uh, think that, uh, for example, uh, my company needed a relaunch? First of all, in, in Bot Talk, uh, because you were moving, uh, you were pivoting in a way. You were really just testing and testing and testing, and you were fixing the things, and then you were just, uh, just not moving any longer. So you had really your proposition. But then if you have a new proposition, you have to do a relaunch. So it's just automatic. That's something which is very rational. So I would really endeavor any startups, any smaller company in B2B, any company in B2B, large company in B2B, to do a relaunch. Uh, maybe I 
come back to this. But, but this is just a rational. You know, you, you're moving, you have a new rational, you have new proposition, you need to relaunch this. But there's something which is more irrational, which is emotional. You have to re-motivate everyone, mm -hmm. really. And doing a relaunch is a great exercise to re-motivate yourself, everyone around, which I talked about. So it's really motivation also to the, to the market. So, and to mark this, you have to have all the things you do in a relaunch. So you have a new logo, uh, you maybe have a new name, uh, you, you organize a kind of big bang, which is the relaunch. So, and it's very, among the startup, people don't use that very often, okay? Sometimes they have like advices from more like, I believe, old school marketers, where you say, you know, you have a brand, don't touch the brand and do nothing and, and so on. So we, we don't hear to those really old school voices, change the logo, make a few change, tell your story. It's only B2B. I might be different with a consumer. I'm not even sure. J just take an example. I'm SAP. Mm -hmm. SAP is, is not relaunching itself. I mean, they are acquiring companies one after the other, but I see no relaunch initiative, nothing which will re-motivate sort of everyone to do it. They have a good strategy, they have put it on the table, and they are doing all the efforts to do this, but they haven't relaunched. So it's, 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 there's a crucial moment to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's nice we talk about it, because no one talks about this, especially among startups. Yeah, I noticed, I noticed uh, that... Um, when relaunch happens uh, in the bigger companies, uh, I've been through a couple of them in the bigger environments, in the big publishing houses. Yeah, it's uh, almost always uh, focused on, yeah, let's relaunch our website. And then it's uh, for the 90% of the time, that's it. But you touched upon, okay, you change the logo, but you also change the perception of the company uh, from your clients as well as a perception inside of the company. Maybe you can touch uh, uh, on that dynamic, you know, how, how does it change from the outside and from the inside? Well, you've got the inside and the outside. So in the inside, it's about motivation. It's about existing, it's about just being excited again. So relaunch is really just to have the thing re-excitable because you remember that when you founded the company, that was really exciting and I, and I, and I I remember the time. I remember when I founded my company, it was very exciting. And by the way, things went so well. That's the case for you. That's the case for most of the company at the beginning. But after a while, there is this so-called fatigue, which is coming, which is completely normal. So, so then you do restart. This is what, what uh, a relaunch is. And, uh, and for the inside, it's a beautiful exercise. And if you have everyone in a startup participate to the relaunch, then everyone is, is again part of it. And for the inside, I would add, if you're constructing a company, especially if you're scaling up, you would have a lot of employees and colleagues and maybe partners who's come after the foundation of the company. So they, they haven't lived, you know, the thrilling times of, of, the, of the debuting everything. So, um, and, and then you organize a new, new thrilling time is really the relaunch. So that's for the, the inside, yeah. The, the outside is more obvious, I would say, because it's, it's about marketing. It's about telling a new story. And if you put it, you can tell the story. What I've seen for you, Botok, and, and for other startups who's made that exercise of relaunch, it's, hey, you get your act together. Mm -hmm. 
because then, then you are, everything is fine. I mean, you've gone through all the details, so your presentation are better, your storytelling is better, and you even come up to ideas like producing this podcast. Mm -hmm. So maybe you don't even open up to new ideas. So, and this is working on, on, on the marketing outside. Yeah, yeah, I, I, could, mm, I couldn't agree more. Um, uh, when we talked first about the relaunching uh, of Botox, uh, I personally seen the necessity from outside, uh, from inside the company, but uh, it's also, I think, uh, exciting, but uh, in the beginning was very scary to do this. As, as, you, uh, as you said, well, don't touch the, uh, your, um, your brand, don't touch uh, anything, you know, as soon as it, it's working, it could be worse, uh, but I can attest uh, that uh, after relaunching, after uh, changing uh, so many things, after also, um, to be honest, uh, like 90% of our staff uh, is gone and we have 90% of new people inside of the company, which, um, which is uh, important uh, also to take them into this uh, journey. Uh, I feel, you know, personally uh, better than ever uh, and to, um, sure, uh, sure than ever that um, that is uh, that was important and um, also a great thing to do. Uh, and so thank you uh, for your insights. Maybe a couple of insights you said uh, Space and Lemon relaunched uh, exactly uh, one year ago. What, what had happened in, in the year? But first of all, we made a major change. We changed the name. Mm -hmm. So um, during the thrilling time of foundation, we had to find an original name for the company, which has its story in itself called Space and Lemon. But we didn't have the genre, we didn't have the category in it. So um, we're working with larger corporates and it was really uh, difficult for someone to sell us inside a company because no one knew what we do. So what we've done, is we, we, we put the words innovations at the end, mm -hmm. which is space and lemon innovations. And it's such so easy and made a huge difference in what we say because then we could shorten it up nicely in saying it's SLI, which just sounds great. Uh, you can boast about it. Oh, SLI, SLE, uh, very nice. But then it, it solved a lot of things. And then from that point, uh, a new proposition, we worked on a why and what. Uh, we work on visuals also to change the visual. We, we, we change the story. We change uh, what we said. And above all, we told about changing it. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we made a point everywhere to say, uh, yes, we are relaunching the company. What has happened is it's, it's a better company today. A year later, we have better figures. We have better engagement with clients. But overall, what I was so fascinated about, and, and although I've been working on relaunch for years, I've seen it, it, it was a sign to our clients that, that we are a good company, that we are a, a successful company even. Because if you do a relaunch, it means, hey, well, they have a program for the next two, three, four, five years. And I really underestimated that did that job and say, you know, don't do relaunch because it, 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 you're not well, but you do a relaunch because you're well and you want to be better for the next years. And this is what's happening with Botalk. Mm -hmm. I, I, would, I would just see the same way to say you made the relaunch and it's a sign of strength in saying, you know, we, if we make a relaunch, it's going to last for a few years. So we are well, um, yeah, well established and we've got figures, which is the case, good investors and so on, which is the case for you. So uh, 
that was really a surprise for me to say it has also this, uh, this value of a relaunch. Yeah, great. And that's, a, that's a great point. So uh, relaunching a company uh, shows your customers uh, uh, um, essentially that uh, you have a roadmap uh, and you plan this roadmap. And this, uh, this is something that uh, is not uh, done by accident, but you are really, really uh, uh, caring. And so um, the inertia that, that you know, many companies uh, fall into uh, is not there. And uh, they can, especially in your case, like innovations is very important. Um, I think um, you touched upon uh, startups uh, and um, that they uh, underestimated uh, um, relaunching. Um, can you explain why uh, does it happen? Why not many startups um, think that you know relaunching is important? Otherwise, than you know just being scared. No, because first of all, you are busy, especially in the first two to three years anyway, with just building up the proposition, doing the job, maybe doing the software, which yeah. you're busy with, uh, just motivating investors to make the first in, in, in invest. Then. And some of the staff that just are so busy with this, like two, three, four, five years, sometimes I see them like seven years, and it's a very long time before redoing a relaunch. What I've observed is, in all those cases, they don't have the good mentors and the good advisors. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a bit upset with this. Uh, some of the advisors and some of, of, of the marketers, I would say, they're still a little bit really old school. You know, you've down a brand and you don't touch the brand, which I can understand if you are a large, fast-moving consumer good in a supermarket, you're not going to change the name and maybe just very subtly the logo, but not in B2B. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist. So I think there's a lot of bad advice around it, sometimes in accelerators, to say, you know, you have to build your brand and stick to the brand, but the world is not working like this. It's, it's not linear, linear any longer. It's, it's just moving. So uh, I just... Hey, ask any startups and I meet is after one to three years and especially if you pivot, you have to change things. And I've seen great name change, by the way. I've seen great name change. I can name them. There's one called Mauricier, mm -hmm. which is a scientific platform from Berlin and now in the US they've changed the name to Mauricier. Uh, we have here from Hamburg the Tumor Bank, which used to be called completely different. So in saying tomorrow you were really having the message in the name as well. Uh, and they throw that in the bin and, and restart it again. And it helped. So, like I said, I'm upset for those people who say it doesn't help because there are quite a lot of people called marketers who are still in this old school thing. Yes. Yeah. So would, would you say that um, uh, maybe taking the advice uh, of uh, big uh, companies or people behind big companies for startups is not such a good idea because a startup is a completely different kind of beast than a uh, than established business. It is a completely different beast. Uh, the challenges are completely different. Mm -hmm. I would make a difference uh, between person and corporate. Uh, you've got two types of person who would advise uh, from corporation. Those who have an individual opinion of things and they would uh, ask for a relaunch. Mm -hmm. Or those who've been really formatted in cooperation where you, for very good reasons, you don't really change, you don't really relaunch that regularly and so on. Those people are not very helpful. All those people are helpful, but their opinion is not very helpful. Okay, 
So, but, but it's about the startup to choose their own advisors. I mean, it's up to them to just have a set of advisors because some of them don't relaunch because they don't even have like an external view. Uh, so, yes, uh, just just be new school in a startup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that helped me um, as a startup. Uh, I never heard about VLaunch uh, during our, our accelerator and been through several of them <laughs> already. And it's it's never been the, like uh, the case, you know, you guys. Uh, and uh, uh, many many startups uh, that we've been uh, many accelerators that we've been um, into had startups that were like five, six, seven years old. And uh, that was, uh, this was very, uh, very interesting that you essentially were um, uh, the first, you were the first mentor that told us, you know, that we, uh, we could uh, look into, into relaunching. So um, yeah, thank you uh, once again for that. And I think that is a um, very underestimating, underestimated thing to do for a startup. And uh, well, this is, if you are an early startup, it is, and if you've been early startup in acceleration, in accelerators, it is not the, uh, the objective of the accelerator to talk about the relaunch, but rather about the launch. But if you are more, let's say, an older startup coming into an accelerator, I think this has to, the, the, the accelerators has to motivate the startup to rethink everything. And maybe we can decide here in this podcast to say any startup started from day one, you know, you just ask yourself the question after three years, mm -hmm. after four years, after five years. So you really mark uh, the thing in saying, you know, is that time for a relaunch? It, it, maybe it's even a big bang. And I've been observing startup has just been sort of well going well, but not so well. And and never changed the name and never did anything, uh, this is not a successful thing that's mm -hmm. gonna happen. Mm -hmm. So if you really don't really want to project yourself <laughs> to just do a relaunch exercise. And by the way, we had one a major relaunch exercise uh, in the last 10 years was Facebook naming itself Meta, yeah. which, is, which is strategically and from a relaunch perspective something which is very, very strong. Mm -hmm. And they have the name of the category into the name of the company as well. So, which, uh, which is a good sign for the rest of the market. Yeah, so um, this is something that I think one of the takeaways that uh, listeners and viewers can take. Uh, relaunching is, uh, okay, uh, we um, are changing the name, but also, uh, as you mentioned, in several occasions, in several uh, companies, big and small, uh, establishing your category inside of your, if, uh, or incorporating the category inside of your brand is very important to kind of communicate, makes it easier to, uh, uh, and um, quicker, I think, to communicate uh, this uh, elevator pitch. If you say a Space and Lemon Innovations, well, well, it's pretty obvious what you guys are doing, um, then try to do it in the second sentence and try to explain and transcoding and so on as, as you used to be, uh, do before because that's what I noticed uh, from you. Um, your uh, elevator pitch um, became much, much shorter uh, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the name and it's just uh, straight to the point. Before that, it was, it, it was also for me kind of harder to explain Okay, we know Space and Lemon, who are Space and Lemon. Well, let me explain in a couple of sentences what they do. And now it's much, much easier. <laughs> <to> <laughs> it's so easy, yeah. That's a new thought, but we need to share that with the audience because never heard that thought, uh, André, which you just put on the table, is in the relaunch, 
uh, one of the objectives, which I never formulate, but you formulate it, and I think this is an exercise any startup has to do when they do relaunches. What is my place in the category? So you don't necessarily need to have the name. We need to have the name of the category in it. In bot talk, maybe we can think about what yeah. it is, so it's, it's easier. But after three, launch, three years being on the market, for example, or five years being on the market, what is your place in the market you are? And I think we could, if we'd, if we'd run a list, and maybe we'll do that uh, uh, of, a, of a tip list of 10, I would put that. This is completely new to me. Never thought about it. Anyone relaunching is, what is my place in the category? And if we take Meta, they decided to be slightly in another category. So uh, yeah, we, um, anyone watching this should look at what's your place in the category, yes. Yeah, I think it's especially important when you, uh, when you're a startup, because you know, the goal of the startup is like, you know, conquer the category or dominate the, the category. And maybe um, with the Facebook uh, example, not a startup anymore, but still they, they, they seen the change. They seen that, you know, they're maybe not dominating the social media, uh, category anymore, uh, not with all the audiences, not with the uh, with the younger audience, and they had to reinvent or move to another category. Yes, and what what you say is what we in business, and I've been a, been quite a while in business. I've learned from all the startups development in the last seven years. I would say, is that the definition of it is a little bit different from what you do on classical businesses. You just scope your market in your category, but you scope it that way that you could be a concurrent in it. This is what I'm taking your, uh, your words, is you, you conquer that market. So I call it a niche, which you define, and you're number one in the niche, and you can grow from there. But I like the word of, you know, you define the scope of your market, you conquer it. And after three years, if you haven't conquered the market, anyway, you have to re-pivot and redefine your scope to have a chance to be the number one in that, in that place or to, to make a point in that market. And if we look at Meta, this is what they've been doing. I mean, they have been dominating their own market of social media. We're slightly like just going backwards, which is normal, just normal life thing. So they're redefining another category to conquer. So I think this is also great. We need to write this in the comments later on. Yeah, great. Um, one thing um, that um, uh, that you long uh, told uh, was about uh, also um, uh, changing the seat of the company or extending. You are now in Berlin. You you made a big deal out of this uh, movement to Better House Berlin. Uh, what what were you thinking um, in, uh, behind this this move, and how did it impact uh, the whole relaunch? And there's been two, two levels there. First of all, the rational level in saying we want to enter uh, something client has been asking us is do, do UX design and do visual prototyping and even do development. So uh, that was something rational in saying, yeah, well, our category, we just extend the category a little bit to remain on that uh, wordings. The other one is just, is just emotional. If we are space and lemon innovation, innovations that happens just everywhere, but also above all in Berlin. So we wanted to be there. I personally wanted to be in Berlin. Uh, I came from Berlin uh, to Hamburg when I started Space Element in Hamburg. I also as a founder thought that that's great to be there. I, I love the fact we are in those two cities and it, it gives you a complete uh, different dimension. And what is lovely is when we recruit, any, anyone can decide 
do I want to live in Hamburg or in Berlin? Do I want to change? Which happens with one of our, uh, our colleagues uh, coming from Hamburg to Berlin. So I think this is a, a sign of freedom in a way. Yeah, so location um, but, um, has a role, branding has a role, uh, category, defining the category has a role, internal um, and external forces as well. Uh, all, all, the, all the great, I think, insights uh, about, uh, about relaunching and especially uh, what we covered, uh, I think, in uh, big companies versus, uh, versus small companies. Um, me, myself, I could, um, I could really once again attest uh, that uh, relaunch really helped. Uh, the company uh, internally and externally. Uh, I was a, I was a bit um, in the on the internal um, part. Uh, I was very happy, but I was scared to communicate, and that's uh, something uh, I was scared to communicate this change to the clients. But then, when I got the first feedback, that was completely different. As you said, it was a, it was uh, for me. It was not the sign of weakness. They seen it completely different. No, it's a sign of, and this is what I've been learning in the last uh, last 12 months on what we did, but also observing what you do. It's a confirm confirmation of the model. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone who's, who's buying it to it is, it's a confirmation. Otherwise, you don't do a relaunch. Yeah. So that, that's something which I completely, I mentioned that, completely underestimated. It was a surprise, never formulated that way. Uh, so maybe anyone can ask the question three years later or five. I mean, latest, latest is five. Um, and I think in, in doing this, there is something which is just in the air right now is, is we are coming back to the offices as well mm -hmm. after the COVID time we had. And we need something to re-motivate ourselves. So uh, if anyone has been sort of waiting for a relaunch, just do it now. Uh, take the opportunity of the fact that everyone is sort of coming back to the office to really re-motivate, to re-excite the old system. Re-excite it, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely the case uh, and also reinvent the way you work. What, what I noticed uh, before we relaunch and to what helped me to kind of uh, be uh, focused on the relaunch was uh, we met after a long, long period uh, um, of sitting in our home offices together and we sat and you know just had a, a business conversation then went somewhere uh, to grab a drink or something like that and then i realized how different people are in those social circumstances uh, than they are in front of the um, in front of the camera and uh, how how much difference it makes also to um, to kind of formulate and maybe to tune uh, this um, there may be people that are very good in behind the behind the screen but uh, you know, there is something something that you need to have inside of the office, and that is completely different um, angle. And as you said, it's a great time also to uh, to rethink how how you work and maybe um, take this opportunity to uh, yeah to relaunch. Yeah, send a hook to everyone just so that you can come back to sort of half normal, but uh, a little bit of normality. So yes, yes, relaunch relaunch is key. Underestimated. Perfect. I think that's a, a great ending uh, for, for the uh, podcast. Thank you very much. Do follow um, um, Botox uh, podcast and, of course, Space and Lemon on uh, Space and Lemon Innovations. Innovations, yes. Uh, on, the, um, um, on the social media, on LinkedIn. And Laurent, thank you very much for taking your time. And You're welcome. 